we're talking about how the bullshit lip service of we care about people, we care about people, we care about people, and then behind closed doors, a whole bunch of other shit happens. You see, equality is not a public relation thing when it's convenient, when it's in the spotlight, when we feel like providing lip service. Anybody who feels that way, give your fucking head a shake. Hello, hello, construction professionals. Welcome to the podcast where we flip the script on what it means to live, breathe, and lead construction today. In this podcast series, we unpack how great construction can really be when you lead with humanity, put people first, and drop the bullshit of the way it's always been done. Our world has changed, our conversations have changed, and it's time construction catches up. Hello, hello. What's going on, team? Welcome to another episode of People First, Then Construction. Jonathan Sinelli here talking about the shit that is uncomfortable and oftentimes not talked about. And that drives me today to get right into something that you might feel is offside and uncomfortable. Here's what you're going to take away from today. You're going to learn how it's not okay to play with a double-edged sword. And if you really care about people, then take a stand. And not a stand when it's convenient. Not a stand when it's the right thing to do when you know, we're talking about good times. I'm talking about taking a stand when things are uncomfortable and you're going through rough times because that's what matters. That's what, that's what people remember. That's what people remember. We're talking about how the bullshit lip service of we care about people, we care about people, we care about people, and then behind closed doors, a whole bunch of other shit happens. You see, equality is not a public relation thing when it's convenient, when it's in the spotlight, when we feel like providing lip service. Anybody who feels that way, give your fucking head a shake. It is exhausting to go through this. And more times than not, unfortunately, construction professionals, you don't want to hear it, but it happens. And it's embarrassing. And it's not only construction. It happens across multiple industries. Yet when we're in front of people and we want to puff out our chest and be the egotistical individual we are, we talk about how great things are. Instead of saying, you know what? Here's the reality. It sucks at times. <laughs> and oftentimes what happens is the metaphorical carrot gets dangled and says, well, let's just make this issue go away and we'll work on the next one. And I'm going to drive it into a, a real life story that really shifted who I am as a human being and really made me think about the people that we work with. It was part of a construction project where we were working in Toronto for a very, very, very well builder that if I even mentioned the name, it would not serve well and it would perhaps create an inappropriate picture. But let's just talk about, he was one of the top tier builders in Toronto and it was a very, very rough project in the sense that the team dynamics were not as good as they could be. Project budgets were shit. The project management metrics were shit. The leadership on site was egotistically driven and really all self-serving. And never forget, you know, when I had become part of the project at a super high level, one of the first things I did was sort of try to understand the team dynamics. And by doing so, that was with regards to spending some quality time on site with both our team and the client's team. And that was around food and, and meals and a lot of listening, a lot of curiosity. And I'm not bullshitting when, you know, 
I talked to you about how important it is to listen and use the framework of tell me more and lean in with body language and be curious and shut the fuck up and listen. And by the way, when you do this around food and drink, a lot of stuff surfaces. I'm not the first one to tell you that. I'm here to, rem to remind you and refresh your memory to see how important it could be. I'll never forget this. We were working on a deck, on a slab. And as those who know, working on a deck and a slab is high intensity, high energy, highly emotional. And discombobulated, lack of integrity, lack of commitments. Our team was pushed to limits that didn't even exist. And things were not going so well. What occurred was we received a phone call that our site supervisor, our lead foreman, was inappropriate and no longer welcomed on site. And that obviously sets off a lot of triggers. The underpin message, one guy told another guy to go fuck himself and go drink a coffee. And for those of you in construction or any other part of life, I'm not sure what else to say, except that that's common framework. And for anybody who says that's not, fuck off. When you live the construction world, when you live the high-intensity world, the word fuck shows up. And if that makes you uncomfortable, then the rest of the story is going to have you shaking. So what I did next was I did a full investigation and walked aside and interviewed every single person that I knew or didn't know and created a written report of the incidences, the witnesses, what occurred, who was around. And what had happened was this general contractor decided to flex their muscle and say, we have zero tolerance for harassment. We want these guys off site. Really? Go fuck yourself. So I immediately say, no problem, guys. If you're going to do that, then at the same time, because it's not a one-sided story, right? You know, guys, girls, people, listen, somebody tells you, go fuck yourself. What happens? You think you just, you, you should, no, the guy who says, go fuck yourself and drink your coffee. What do you think that guy says? Fuck you, bad. They, they go back and forth. Thankfully, no punches were thrown, but there's times where it does happen. And nobody talks about that shit either, right? This is what we're talking about. Equality is not a public relations thing when, oh, you know, it's convenient. We have a great site. We, we, we just want to see. Bullshit. Bullshit. Because you know what happened after this? Fuck. Man, did it suck. I know for me, it was a turning point of who I am as a human being, who I am as a leader. I've never taken a stand so hard for people in my life. I did all that research, got in touch with the executive team at this organization, we had a meeting and you know what they said? Something to the effect of, well, your foreman shouldn't have said that. And your site super shouldn't have, you know what our site super was doing? Our site super, who happened to be there, intercepted it and stood up and said, I'm not okay with the way you're speaking to my team. And for that, he deserves a medal of honor. I'm not okay with the way you're speaking to my team. And, if, and, and then he got lashed out at, and he told the guy to go fuck himself too. So now you've got a site super and a foreman who were asked to leave site. Really? Because they told the guy to go fuck himself? You know, one guy's throwing steel. They throw steel. Oh, that's okay. And when there's no guardrails on site and there's no safety, nobody says shit. Nobody says shit. But when somebody says go fuck yourself, all of a sudden... So you know what this was? This was, uh, this was hurt people hurt, right? The guy who made this decision was such a hurt individual because he was wrong. And rather than being vulnerable, which we talked about in the past, he armored up and flexed his ability to say, uh, I'm going to beat up my chest and tell these two individuals, you're not welcome on site. All right, good. 
How well is that served? I go to do a full investigation report that if I was a cop, honest to God, it would have been a case closed. I remember it took me several hours. And I remember this. I closed my office door and I put a sign on it saying something to the effect of, you know, like creating game-changing solutions, stand by. And then it was like disarming a bomb, be available in two hours. But the point was, was that do not interrupt me. I was going incident by incident. And it was a, a detailed report that quite honestly, one of the most detailed, concise things that I've done. And my point was, was I have no issue. Should you say to our site super and our foreman, you're no longer welcome on site. So long as you hold yourself to the same standard and throw your fucking site super off site and every other individual involved. But what was, was no, they're okay. You know, our, our, this was the reputable, this was guys, this was the, I don't even mention the name because if I did, it would be uh, embarrassing, embarrassing. But this was a, our team, our shit doesn't stink. There's nothing wrong with our team. Our guys, you guys told our guys to go fuck himself and drink a coffee in the corner. And, you know, this is where it's like, okay, is it true? Was he standing there drinking a coffee? Yeah. Was the guy being a dick? Yeah. Does he deserve to be told to fuck off? All right, so can you learn from it? Nothing. You can learn from it that they wanted the subcontractor, who was us in this case, to turtle. So I, I think that the part that hurt me the most was that I had gone to war for our individuals. And I mean, this was several years later and you can still hear the passion, how important it was to me. And so it hit a, a top level down. And what happened was, unfortunately, it got swept under the rug. And this happens more times than it's talked about. It was, you know, yeah, yeah, we're going to talk to, this was the general contract. Yeah, we're going to talk to our team and we're going to, you know, put them through some sort of corrective action, bullshit, which never occurred. And we're going to hold them accountable. And if we can all just sort of let this go, we can move on to the next. We're going to give you guys the next job. So that there's the carrot just dangle. I don't really give a shit about the next job. Why do I want to work with an organization like this? If this is the way they're going to conduct themselves. And, you know, it's okay to hold yourself to a higher standard. It's okay to talk about all the great things you do. So long as you're willing to stand up and say, we fucked up and made a mistake. So this carrot gets dangled and like, okay, no problem. Then I took the stand and said, no problem. Then let our team leaders, our site super and our foreman back on site. Because if you're not going to remove everybody involved in this incident, then don't flash this bullshit harassment bill. We've all been trained on harassment. We know how to conduct it. Fuck that. And this is a top tier general contractor who flashes to the world that they have zero incidences and it's been X hours since it. Fuck off. Here's the thing, like their shit stinks so bad, it still stinks several years later. Anyhow, the scenario is real, is unfortunate, and it happens more times than not. It is perfectly okay to say I have zero tolerance with harassment and safety, which I believe is a no-brainer. Like, you know, it's not okay to say, let's work safely. It's about creating a safety culture. You think safe, you, you act safe. And you know what? We all have moments in time where you say, go fuck yourself. Okay, cool. There was no threat besides a little bit of a verbal, you know, and, and it was like, oh, well, well, I'm sorry. Your, your construction leader raised his voice to our guy. What? Really? First of all, you're on a fucking deck with a crane going and people yelling back and forth. And he hurt my feelings because he raised my voice. Howdy. 
grow some fucking balls. I'm not sure what else to tell you. And so you guys know that I am the first person to stand up and say, take a people-centric approach to leading people. It changes everything. And, you know, I live by what I say, and I took a hard stand for this team. And I'll tell you what happened. Our team was not allowed back on site. We were slapped on the wrist and told, I don't want these two guys back. We had to redeploy poorest one of the poorest decisions that we could have ever done. And I'll tell you what happened for me was from that moment on, I excused myself from that project. I, I cannot subscribe to this ideology. I'm not interested to work with persons who operate like this. And perhaps that was egotistical. Perhaps that was wrong. And I certainly learned from it. And at the same time, the thing that hurt the most was I'm there for our team, period. I went to war for them. I battled for them. Did I feel they made a mistake? Perhaps. Here's the thing. In time, everything calms down. And the guys who were involved on our team said, Jonathan, no problem. I have no problem apologizing. Because they're holding themselves to higher standards. And the apologies occurred. And that was the other thing that was the, the empty threat, the general consciousness. We want a written apology. Like, again, they're fucking flexing their, their big dicks and saying, you must do this or else. We're going to stop. So, fine. You know what? I don't give a shit. Apologize. Do what you say to do. And let's commence the project. You're going to ask, how did the project finish? It was an epic fail. Why do you think it was an epic fail? Because the people were not respected. The people were not heard. And everything was sort of swept under the rug with a whole bunch of, let's just move on to the next. No, you can't just move on. People don't forget that shit. That was one of the biggest turning points of my career to take a stand for people and to know that it wasn't supported was the hardest thing. And from that moment on, after excusing myself from that project, man, did I have a resentment towards that organization. And, you know, a part of me has moved on, yet there are still some individuals there who, you know, the days that we do re reconnect and reinteract, your shit stinks and hold yourself to a higher standard. And I'm not afraid to call them out and say, I'm not okay when you do this. So listen, thank you for listening to all this. The biggest point here is that hold yourself to a higher standard. Equality is equality. Equality is not a convenient thing. When shit goes wrong, as it always does, let's treat each other like human beings. Let's take a look in the mirror and say, fuck, I fucked up as well. Let's clean it up and move on. Because the resentment that occurred on that project is still strong and sticky. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here to the end. I appreciate that you have me in your ears. As always, connect with me. It means your thoughts, your reviews, your ratings. Let me know how things are going. JC at JonathanSinelli.com I'm going to leave you the way I leave you all the time. Do something fucking great. <laughs>